Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I am so excited. I have one of my very, very special friends, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs um, on the show today. And I guess I want to ask a question. We're, we're sort of getting to the end of the year. And I don't know about you, but I've started looking at, wow, what's starting to happen in, ni- in 2019? What, what do I have to still do in the next couple of weeks to finish out the year? And I find that I'm juggling all sorts of entrepreneurial balls to help build my business and to make it strong and to have a strong finish for 18 and a strong beginning for 19. When do you stop, though, to feel the joy of all that you've been able to make happen, how wonderful your business is, your great clients, your fantastic friends, as well as your coaches, trainers, and whoever else is in your life? Well, today, we're going to ask the question of, How do you celebrate now while setting yourself up for success in the new year to come? And I have with me an absolutely stunning woman, Sherry Caulfield, and I've worked with Sherry for a year, and we're going to talk about celebrating the success with your team, ramping up success for the next year, especially as a service-based entrepreneur, and putting a plan in place that really gets results in the next year. So let's welcome my guest, Sherry Caulfield. Sherry, welcome. Oh, thank you, Linda. I am so excited to be here. Well, I have been waiting almost a year for this show, and I am just so excited that it actually has arrived, and we get a chance to talk about the stuff that you do for your clients, as well as how you create six- and seven-figure businesses and still have time to play and have fun and do the things that you want to do. I think I think it's really sad when um, the business overwhelms you and it becomes your everything and that mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing, you know, there's no joy, there's no fun. You don't get to go to the movies or visit your children and, and see your grandchild born. The, those things often don't happen because you're so entrenched in your business, Right. Oh, absolutely. And I think what you're talking about is what I experience so often with my clients is that they, their business is running their life instead of their life running their business. Yeah. Oh, so very true. So, Sherry, to get us started and to really get a foundation as to how you got to where you are today, tell the audience a little bit about your background and how you got to this successful place. Sure. So I'm a, a that age old corporate survivor. I was started out after after the college track, if you will, in corporate America and did quite well. And by all accounts, was pretty happy, to be honest. Um, corporate was good to me, although I know a lot of people have not so good experiences. Um, I actually had a really great experience. However, I got to the point where I felt like I wasn't really making the difference I wanted to make. Right. And I didn't have the freedom that I wanted to have to to really kind of guide my own ship, so to speak. 
Mm -hmm. Now, through a series of events, I had the opportunity to leave the company that I was with and really have no plan. There's a there's something, I guess, maybe against what we're talking about today in a sense. <laughs> um, but I, I had no plan and decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own business. I'd had this kind of kind of goal in my life that, that, well, when I was, you know, in my mid-40s, I would start my own business. Well, I was in my early 30s Ooh. and I was kind of like, okay, well, why not now? So, of mm -hmm. course, uh, being the overachiever that I am, I ended up starting not just one business, but three businesses. Uh. Which, note to self, I simply recreated the 80-hour work week that I had in corporate as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Oh, so, wow. I learned, learned a lot about what we're talking about today the hard way. I wouldn't suggest that track uh, for anyone. Uh, and it taught me a lot. I learned more. I, I always say I learned more in the first year I was an entrepreneur than I learned probably in the last five years I was in corporate. Uh, because it's a microcosm of business and in some ways a microcosm of life. And I absolutely loved every minute of it. Um, today, I uh, have, have sold one of those businesses and shut down another one uh, and am just coaching full-time entrepreneurs that are starting businesses. That's mm -hmm. where my passion is. I love the entrepreneurial journey. I truly believe that there is no better way to share your gifts than to do it in a way that allows you to share that gift and make a great income in it. And it breaks my heart when I see entrepreneurs that have such a big gift that start their business and learn very quickly that there's more to running a business than there is to doing what they love. Mm. And they get so quickly overwhelmed with what I call the business of running a business that they either run out of money or they run out of of energy and they give up and to me that's the greatest tragedy and that's what I made up my mission to uh, change that statistic that one out of ten businesses small businesses will make a hundred thousand dollars a year or more and I know that there are easy and simple ways to have that not be the case and that's really what I've made it my mission to uh, shift for entrepreneurs and sure I think that's so true that you know, we, we get into business because we have a talent, we have a skill, we have a gift, and we know that it's something that, that the world needs and that we are the ones to produce it. And if you've been working in a business doing that and you step out saying, oh, I can do this, I, I, don't, I don't need to you know, only get part of my money because I have to pay this other person or I'm getting paid by them. Um, and so you you start on the journey as an entrepreneur and you do find that now you wear all the hats in the company, not just your gift hat, but everything else that makes an organization run. I, I do tell, um, and I think you may have taught me this, um, that when you, when you start a business, the first thing you do is you take an organization chart of all of the different roles that are needed in an organization and you put your face at every one of them. And your your goal is to only have your face in things that are your gift and are, are the things that you bring to the world. And, and you uh, yeah. pass out all the rest of them mm -hmm. to uh, yeah. your team, right? Absolutely. I agree 100% with you. And, and honestly, I think what you're talking about is is really planning your business for the business that you want it to be, not mm -hmm. the way it is today. No matter where you are, whether you're at a strong six figures now and you want to be at seven figures or you literally haven't sold your first uh, service or product or whatever it is, 
you have to treat your business as if it's what you want it to be at, at the um, the next stage. I Maybe mean, I won't say the end game, but where where your next stage is in order to get there. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely true. That you you as the owner, boss, um, lead entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, um, have to have that vision. And I know you do an outstanding job of helping us to create that vision, but you have to have the vision of where's the company going to be at the end of one year, three years, five years, and what will it look like? Who will be there? Who are my clients? Who are the people working with me? What are the products? And really get a sense of what that looks like so that your planning throughout the year leads you towards that, right? Absolutely. It all starts with vision. In fact, you know, I, you've been, been through my rapid enrollment formula yes. and that's where we start because it gets back to what you said earlier about the business starting to drive your life. If mm-hmm. you're not clear on what your vision is and where you're trying to go, too many times I've had clients that have built businesses and then they look back and they realize that they've built a business that doesn't support the lifestyle they want Oof. because they weren't clear on that vision. And I I had a a client, this has been several years ago, actually, that was uh, a tutor. And she, and just, actually, you just brought up this example. She worked for a tutoring company and decided, well, I don't have to pay the tutoring company 50%. I'll start my own business. Right. So she started her own business as a a tutor, but she was tutoring high school and college kids and and working nights and weekends, because that's, of course, when kids were out of school. Uh And she hated every minute of it. When I asked her what she really wanted, she said, well, what I really want is to travel and to be able to, to do my business from anywhere. Yet she built this business that was dependent on her being at home to have students come into her house nights and weekends. Oh, oh and, dear. Yeah, and so she, really, she totally re-engineered her business, got a clear vision, and instead of tutoring college kids and high school kids, she started tutoring executives that had been tapped to go overseas and run international divisions and needed language immersion quickly. She happened to know, I think it was five languages and totally changed her business, allowed her to travel, allowed her to work during the day because these executives would want their sessions during the day Mm -hmm. and it changed her life. And it was all about her getting clear about what she wanted as a starting point. And I think that's, I, I always say that, at least in leadership, that the number one thing you have to do to truly be a leader is to have vision and to be able to communicate it, align it with the people who are in your organization, align it if you're in an organ if you're in a big organization, align it with well, what's the corporate vision, and mm-hmm. making sure that everyone is is marching to the same tune. Um, without that, it it's like at my book. You're hurting cats. Yes. You're, you're running all over the place and nothing's getting done. And you're wondering why is it not being successful? Yes. And I'm sure you've read the, the Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. It yes. is so true. If, if the organization, if you don't have a clear vision of what you want, again, this is whether you're a solopreneur or whether you're running a, you know, a multi-million dollar corporation or billion dollar corporation. If you don't, as a leader, know what you want to create in the business, how can you possibly expect your team to know where they need to go or perhaps most importantly, keep them motivated to actually go there? Well, and even to know whether they're in the right place. Yeah, you know, oh, is absolutely. This, 
you know, is this the company that I should be working for? Or, or, and my vision is in alignment with that, or should I go someplace else? Um, oh, so, so true. And I think that's so very, very critical. Um, so, Sh- Sherry, you told us a bit about your background, and we've talked about vision. So what's your why? Mm. Uh, my why is, is, is about entrepreneurs being able to create a vision that has them be able to share their gift and be able to make great money doing it. My, my mission is that every person that wants to create a business around their gift can do that without having to give up their life or spend all of their time doing stuff that they're, they're not qualified or very good at and instead can build a simple, profitable business doing what they love and still have the infrastructure to grow the business to the place they need it to be. And, and that's part what I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And part of that is bringing in just the right people so mm-hmm. that if you love to travel and your clients take you traveling, that you have people um, in your business who can run it without you being there. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and designing the business from the start that it's not solely dependent on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, in the, in the coaching industry, which is what, what I'm in, that is, that's one of the biggest challenges that coaches have. And frankly, I've had it in my own business. Um, the, you become the star of the business mm-hmm. and you really have to think about what's the legacy that you want to create and how do you structure your business so that um, it's not dependent on you being in front of your computer or going into the office or whatever it might be every day in order for the business to live on. Yeah, I think that's also very true. Otherwise, you are working 24-7, 365 days, seven yeah. days a week, even if you have people who are working with you because mm-hmm. you're not willing to delegate those things that could be done better by someone else. I always say, you know, hire people who complete you, who have yes. skills that you don't have so mm-hmm. that you can give those up and, and do what you do best without killing yourself, right? Yeah. And, you know, this is maybe an aside, but I, I, that is so true as well if you're thinking about partnering with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'll so often I'll, I'll find inter- entrepreneurs will say, well, I just want to have a business partner so I don't have to do this alone. <laughs> and then they'll go out and get somebody who loves to do exactly what they want to do because yeah. they, quote, unquote, have the same vision. Well, that's great, but if you both love doing the same things, then all you have is two people in the same boat with no one to do what the other people aren't trained to do. Well, in addition, you find you're fighting over things to do because you yep. both want to do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have to say, when I first uh, left corporate, um, we thank Crocker and Wells Fargo for merging for that. Uh, I partnered with a gentleman who's who was extremely organized, of course, so was I, but he, he quote, had retired, so he was getting his retirement. Mm-hmm. He, wanted, he wanted to stay home, and so he did all of the paperwork and the, the stuff for mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the associations that we were doing, and I was off travel, uh, traveling and yeah. training and doing, and it was a perfect partnership. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Um, we lost him to cancer um, far before we should have, and then I had to pick up his stuff as well. And it was amazing how much I didn't know about what he was doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which can, can have its own problems. But yeah. I, I had a similar experience when I, I owned a, a day spa and fitness center that we started from scratch and took to over seven figures. And my, I'm very proud of the fact that in uh, 11 years running that business, my business partner and I never had one argument or fight. 
Yeah. And people say, well, that's amazing. How did you do that? And the only reason, not the only reason, the biggest reason why we did that was because we had clear roles Mm -hmm. and clear structure and we trusted each other on our areas of expertise and we didn't like doing the same things. So, you know, that's key for any partnership in making sure that you've got somebody that you can partner with that, as you said, is going to complete you exactly. so that you can have that experience versus, unfortunately, some of the, the, the horror stories I hear about partnerships. Yes. Okay. So uh, we have just a couple of minutes left before break, but I'd yeah. really like to talk a little bit about, um, you know, this is the month of celebration and joy as yeah. we move into the new year. Is there like one or two things that you think stops entrepreneurs from celebrating more in their businesses? Absolutely. And I think it's, it's a little bit of what we've already talked about. Yeah. Um, the first thing is, as entrepreneurs, we do tend to be visionaries. So we're all about what's next. So we achieve a goal. And before we even pause to celebrate for a moment, we're already off to the next goal. Right. And it's great that we're naturally wanting to grow and expand. It also, though, can rob us of enjoying the process. Mm-hmm. And the fact that most of us left a professional J-O-B to start our businesses um, you know, as part of it, we, we left those jobs because we wanted more fulfillment mm-hmm. and yet we don't celebrate even the small wins. The okay. other thing that, I, yeah, the, uh, we need to go to break. I think we're going to go to break. Okay, and, got it. um, audience, while we're taking this short break, I'd like you to think about what, it, what plans do you have in like the next two weeks to actually celebrate what's going on in your business and the things that you've accomplished before you begin thinking about next year and where you're going and what the next steps are. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. 
Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have a very special guest, Sherry Cofield, on my show today. And we're talking about vision and planning and celebrating and all of this as the year begins to wind down. And Sherry so firmly believes that it's it's time to stop drowning in the overwhelm, and I know what that's like, of running a business instead of creating that really clear path to the right few strategies that will grow revenue and profitability, all the while designing a life full of joy and contribution while doing the things that you loved. And doesn't that sound absolutely magnificent and something you want to do? I know I do. (laughs) So welcome back, Sherry. Thank you. And we were talking about, um, you know, what stops entrepreneurs from celebrating more in their business. And it's it's the 12th step in my herding cats plan is celebrate, 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 celebrate. Um, And I don't know about you, but but with kids, I remember taking, you know, 5 million pictures of them when they were little and celebrating every little thing, you know, the the first poop, the first smile, the first frown, whatever it is, you celebrate all of these things. And then they get to a certain age and you celebrate birthdays. And that's it. And I think part of it also is we as women don't stop to celebrate. And why is that? Uh, I, you know, I'm not sure if I know the why, um, it's, it's something, I, I guess it's, it's cultural, I guess is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I see so much is we just don't value our own contributions and we're always comparing ourselves to someone else or we downplay the results that we create. So often I hear the, the, but in our wins. Mm-hmm. So someone say, Oh, well, I got a new client, but she didn't buy my highest program oh. or I was offered a speaking engagement, but it's only 25 people. And on and on we focus too much on what we could have done better or differently and not enough on the win itself. And it robs us of the celebration and the joy, first of all, but it also robs us of recognizing our own value. And so one of the things I do with my clients, I start every call that I have with celebrations. And it's so interesting to me how many times that these amazing, mostly women that I work with struggle to come up with something to celebrate. They have to really stop and think about what they can celebrate. So what I, what I really want to encourage every one of us is to take the time to celebrate the wins, big and small, and recognize that gift that we are. Because once you start doing it, it can become part of our daily habit. And 
that feeds more celebrations. I'm not, I'm not saying ignore what you could have done better. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one. I'm that perfection. I call myself a recovering perfectionist. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm always looking for what I could have done better. So I'm not saying that we don't look at ourselves and what we do and, and, and look at what we can do better. I'm just saying take a moment to acknowledge our own value and to really feel how it feels to have that win. I so agree, Sherry. And it's something that I did actually when I was still in corporate. We had what I used to call the rabbit wearing, which was you know all mm-hmm. the cubicles in the back of the training department. And my trainers were gone most of the week, but they were all in on Friday. And I, what I'd said to them is, I, you know, I have to walk through the rabbit wearing to get to my coffee. Um, and you're never going to know when I'm going to stop and ask you, what was the greatest thing that happened to you this week? And when I do, I expect, I expect a really stunning, you know, answer mm-hmm. of something that mm-hmm. you did. And what it did for them is, because they never knew who I was going to select, they mm-hmm. all had to think of something that they wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And what they said to me at the end of the year when I would do their evaluation was, that was the greatest thing because it, it made me think about what I'd done so great, what, what wonderful thing had happened. And I could pat myself on the back and move on. I think one of the other things that we tend to do as leaders, bosses, whoever, is that we give feedback like, oh, you did this great, but mm-hmm. here are all the things yep. you could have done better. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I learned, at least in doing sales calls with sales folks, was doing a, what did you do great in that sales call? Mm-hmm. Get, again, getting them to think about um, all the positive things and oh, yeah. I killed this. And then just before we did their next call, because we were doing uh, cluster calls, just mm-hmm. before they did the second call, I say, so what do you want to do differently in this mm-hmm. call? And it was, and that way, the celebration was not diminished. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it, I love that you brought that up because it's, while it's important for us to celebrate our own successes, when we have a team, mm-hmm. it's really even more important. Because as, as humans, we need acknowledgement. And celebrations of our team really is a form of acknowledgement. And if our team doesn't have a way to celebrate success, if they're always feeling like we're skimming over the wins mm-hmm. in favor of what we could have done better or what's next, they're going to begin to feel not valued. And eventually, we will lose them. Right. And the fact of the matter is, it's not that hard to put things in place that celebrate celebrations, like the example you just gave. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, another client that was running a small team, and and she, she took a big dry erase board and put it in the common area, like the, I don't know, it was a conference room or back room in the, in the company. And every week, they started the week with a clean board, mm-hmm. and everybody wrote their celebrations on the board. Oh, that's and great. not only did they write them down for themselves, got a new client or closed an account or whatever it was, but they wrote them down for each other. Ah. And that's so important because we tend to not see in ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. the big wins. It's that but that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's really, it's easy to put some things in place that support the celebrations. Um, you know, even little things like starting each team meeting with celebrations, uh, acknowledging each other, um, creating that culture of celebrating is one of the things, in my opinion, that keeps people motivated, keeps people happy. And, well, I shouldn't even, it's been documented and researched 
that, you know, happy teams, motivated teams create happy and successful businesses. Exactly. Exactly. And knowing that they can take the time to celebrate. I think part of it too is can't do, can we take the time to even celebrate, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and also I guess not making the celebration a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, So every Friday, you know, we have, you know, donuts and coffee to celebrate the week, but to mix it up and to do it at at different times and with different types of celebrations, whether it's a potluck or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. so that, it doesn't become part of the wallpaper, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. Okay, so we've been talking about celebrating, and we are creeping towards the new year. Um, yes, do you we have any, are. Do you have any tips specifically on how we can close out the current year in a really solid, exciting way, and then, but still set us up uh, and our business up for success for 2019? How do we do that? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I I actually love this time of year. Uh, It's a time for me where I really take take some time to reflect and to create a vision for the year to come. And we talked about how important vision is. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally have a process I go through every year and I I take my clients through. Yeah. Called my my year in review. Pretty snazzy direct title. Um, And it's a way to guide you in celebrating the successes of the past year and really reflecting on what worked and what you want to celebrate. And the milestones that you hit and the goals that you achieved um, really reflecting, not just on the outcome of, you know, I hit my goal of hundred K or whatever that was, that was the achievement, but also how it made you feel mm, because yes. so often it's the feeling that we don't allow ourselves to acknowledge. And that's honestly where the juice is um, mm-hmm. because as you know, yeah. when, we aren't having such a good time that, that, that entrepreneurial up and down journey when we're in that trough of the journey, that's when we get to access that feeling that we're going for to keep us going. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of part of the vision. And it's also part of really allowing ourselves to celebrate the successes. So well, sure. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sure. I was going to say, uh, I've started the year in review because I did take your course this year uh-huh. and it is interesting. I, I'm looking at it and I go, oh, my golly, look at all that you did. Look at all that you yes. accomplished. Uh, and what, one of the feelings is, oh, my God, I am so overwhelmed. How did I get all that done? Um, and, and I have uh, very consciously chosen in 2019 not to have as many launches <sighs> As yeah. I did last year, because I didn't have just one a quarter. I had like three a quarter. And, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, well, I'm, what can I say? I'm an overachiever. Uh, you know, so yes. you say I'm overeducated and underpaid. Um, but it was like I didn't, as I was going through the year, I didn't realize that I kept adding things to the, mm-hmm. to the plate. And it's like, okay, this stops this year because I, yeah. I really do want to stop and, you know, enjoy. Um, what I've done and the, the things I've done and really consciously choose um, what I'm going to create next year, which is the book um, that, that is a given and it's October 24th of next year. The book will come out. Awesome. Called, I love that you yeah. set a date. Yes. Um, and it's no one stood up when I walked in the room. One woman's journey from command to true leadership. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. So that's that's coming up. And I thought that's a big enough milestone for this year yeah 
So yeah. um, I'm curious, have you read the book, The 12 Week Year? Yes, I have. It, what I love about that book that links to what you were just saying is um, I'm not sure in a lot of ways the process works great for entrepreneurs because sometimes mm-hmm. we're, we're not even sure in some sense our 12 weeks. Uh, but what I love about it is that it's all about focus and it's mm-hmm. about sprints yes. versus entrepreneurs trying to plan something out for fourth quarter of, of next year. Right. That's one of the things I find with my process. Um, I have you look at quarterly milestones and then the projects that are going to drive those milestones by quarter. But mm-hmm. people always get so uptight because they say, well, I don't know what I'm going to do in fourth quarter. Well, as the reality is, as entrepreneurs, we probably don't know what's going to happen by the time we get to fourth quarter. Exactly. And that's okay. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be in stone. What's really more important in my estimation, for particularly for entrepreneurs at least, is focusing on the next three to six months max. Mm-hmm. And what is, as you said, the one to no more than three things that I, I'm absolutely going to focus on in this next quarter. And that becomes our guidepost for what we work on. Mm-hmm. And it gives us a tool to ask ourselves when those shiny objects come in, because that's the biggest biggest reason we don't hit our goals is the shiny object syndrome for entrepreneurs. <laughs> when those right. shiny objects come in, it gives us permission to say no to the shiny object. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have a plan, if we don't know what our top three priorities are, then we just kind of take it as it comes, and that's how so many entrepreneurs go into overwhelm. Right, because it comes in and you go, oh, this sounds good. I think we could do yeah. that. Yeah, everybody and else is doing it. I should do that, right? Exactly, exactly. Because you're, and sometimes it's because you're working with a coach, and they go, well, you really ought to do this. You yeah. Go, oh, okay, yeah. that sounds good. But does it fit? One, does it fit with your vision for the year? Mm-hmm. Does it fit with? Your vision for the business, you know, what yeah. what is this business? What am I doing? And I think, you, as you said, you can so easily get off track. And then you're looking back going, well, I haven't accomplished the things I expected to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. done the stuff that I don't think really suits my business. So I, I so agree with you. Um, yeah, the other that. thing, I, factor I would throw in there is, do I love doing it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Because seriously, I mean, it's like, I, I can't tell you how many uh, entrepreneurs I've had come to me and say, well, I have to do Facebook. Mm, it's like, you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you really don't. There's there's no special formula that says you have to do X, Y, and Z. You get to create your own way. And yes. That, you, you know this well, that kind of balance between the max, masculine and the, and the feminine in our businesses, particularly for us as women, um, you know, planning is, is a pretty masculine uh, process mm-hmm. for the most part. And there's a way to balance it with the, the, the flow and the feelings and the emotion and the intuition that, as women at least, we need to have as part of our plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the marrying of the masculine and the feminine. You're having exactly. the creativity the creativity, the collaboration, the empathy, and all of that on the feminine side, but the masculine organization, structure, strategy, you need that as, uh, I guess, almost as the bones mm-hmm. of the body. And then the, the feminine creates all the, the flesh and all the other stuff that makes it a moving, wonderful um, structure. Exactly. And so many times when, when I'll have either um, more... Um, 
creative people or, or women in some cases will say, well, you know, I, I don't, I'm too, I'm too creative or I, I want to be spontaneous. Mm. I yes. don't want to plan. And what I believe is that the freedom is in the plan. Oh yes. the reason, yeah. The reason you can't be creative, how can you possibly be creative or spontaneous when you're spending all your time putting out fires or doing and redoing because you don't have a, a, a goal that you're working towards mm-hmm. or any idea of how you're going to get there. It robs your creativity and spontaneity when you don't have at least a general roadmap. You exactly. know, if you were going to plan a, a driving trip from San Francisco to New York City, you know, you probably wouldn't just jump in your car and get on the first road you were going to go on. You'd have a general idea of how you're going to get there. Now, that doesn't mean you can't take, you know, a detour to go see the Grand Canyon or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, it does mean, yeah, you generally know where you're going. Yeah, and it's funny, Sherry, because you bring that up. Um, our first trip to Scotland was like that. I gave my husband tickets that told us when we were going and when we'd be back. So we knew what uh-huh. our, our final location was. And mm-hmm. I said, you, you choose. So each day he had a town where our bed and breakfast would be. And sort of, as you said, sort of a general idea of how we were going to get there. But if we saw a ruin or uh, mm-hmm. a Pictish symbol or something, we'd pull off the road and we'd go looking at that and coming back. So it, it was sort of this, it, it wasn't a straight line. It was definitely zigzag here, mm-hmm. there, and everywhere. And I think the only place we got lost was in Aberdeen because the <laughs> road, th- this map had every road. And I mean literally every road, every, you know, goat path on it except this one road that we were on and I, I said just keep going this way just go this way it'll be fine it'll be fine and we finally came came to the T where we had to turn left or right and there was a sign that said Aberdeen and we t- oh perfect yeah but it it gave us such freedom to mm-hmm. all we needed to know was where we were going to be that night yeah. and how we got there was entirely up to us during the day as you know as things popped up, oh, let's go see that. How about that? Oh, this is a great place for lunch. And I think that's, I think you're right. I think if you don't know where you're going and have a general idea of how you need to get there, you won't. You won't get there. You yeah, have, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to celebrate the plan and the fact that it works and that you get uh, you get what you plan. You do. You yeah. do. And every research study out there is, has proven that when you set a goal you are so much more likely to achieve it. And when if you, you write, share it with someone, yeah. write it down and then share, share it out loud it. with someone. Yep. Yep. It just increases it by tenfold um, how quickly you receive it. All right. So audience, while we take this short break, think about your plans for 2019. Of course, you still need to review what you've done in 18 and where you need to jump off from there. But now's the time to start planning for 19. And where are you on that? And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. 
Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have my awesome guest, Sherry Caulfield, with me. Um, and I, I have worked with Sherry, and I, I have to say that I really appreciate um, what she does and how she helps her clients create customized plans to build their business around their lifestyle and contribution that they want to create and, and the income that it'll take to support it. And so each person that she works with gets a different plan based on who they are and what they're looking for. And she's truly at her best when she's working with big thinking entrepreneurs who have a clear vision and are ready to ramp up their businesses to their first six-figure business and definitely beyond. So Sherry, welcome back. I'm glad to be back. Okay, so we were talking um, just before the break, uh, or in the break actually, about the rule of three. Would you explain that to our guests, please? Our guests. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the the rule of three is uh, something, it goes back all the way to Aristotle's time. And it basically, the simplest way to say it is that our brains are designed to most easily manage no more than three things at a time. Oh. And when we, when we get overwhelmed, it's usually because we're trying to hold way too many things in our, our brains at one point. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about planning, and this actually it goes for planning, it goes for marketing strategies, it goes for today's to-do list. 
Mm-hmm. When you start with the three most important things that you're going to achieve in your plan, that you're going to get done today, um, that you're going to, um, you know, have in your in your business in the next year. Right. Start with three. And when you have those three things in place and something else comes into the mix, if you will, ask yourself, is this something that moves one of my three priorities forward? And if it isn't, give yourself permission to say, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. Or, or as an entrepreneur, you also have the freedom and flexibility to say, no, it's not. And this one is more important or I think it's going to be more effective for where I'm at right now. And in that case, you simply decide which of the three you're going to give up for now mm-hmm. and replace it with the new, more important one. And that's part of that flexibility that we're talking about as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, we can't possibly know what's going to happen a year from now as an entrepreneur. It's even, it was hard in corporate. Uh, it's even more hard as an entrepreneur. So giving ourselves permission to be flexible, but also sticking to only three priorities. If you only did that in your business, I guarantee your productivity will soar. I think that's so very, very powerful. Um, And I have to be honest, Sherry, it's not something I've done, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which may explain why there are weeks where I feel overwhelmed. Um, But I I think that's awesome. Um, You know, know on any given day, what are the three things that I have to accomplish um, in mm-hmm. order to move whatever it is forward, be it a conference, be it a program, whatever it might be, and concentrate on those three items only. Um, and then, uh, you know, as an influencer, uh, you know, finding I love shiny objects and, and squirrels. Yeah. You know, I, it's so true. Yeah. I, I use it, I call it the, three by, the results planner. It's a three by three by three planner. Mm-hmm. One of my three biggest priorities, 20,000 foot for my company, Mm-hmm. What are the three biggest projects within each of those priorities that I'm focusing on? Mm-hmm. And what are the next three action steps for each of those projects that I get to take? Oh, that's really powerful. Yeah. And when you, when you set that up, I mean, you still have, quote unquote, a lot of things on your list. All of us as entrepreneurs do. And you have a framework to know that you're working on the ones that are the right ones mm-hmm. to move you forward. It's like it's the, the old, you know, doing the right thing at the right time okay. in the right order. And for the right reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's very powerful. Audience, if, if you've not thought about doing that, I think that is probably one of the most powerful things that Sherry said all day. And, you know, she said some absolutely spectacular oh, things. But this one, um, it, well, it satisfies both sides. It satisfies both the masculine and the feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, the masculine needs that organization and that structure. And the feminine needs the creativity to be able to, okay, so how am I going to work with that? And yeah, and how ooh, do I what feel if, today? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, what okay. do I feel like working on today? Mm-hmm. And as long as it's something that's on that, that results planner, you know you're working on something that's going to move those top priorities forward. Absolutely. Spectacular. Thanks, Sherry. Um, so the other thing that y- you have um, put together and planned for our audience is your free gift. Would you like to please take a couple minutes and tell us all about it? Absolutely. Well, we're going to kind of go back to where we started when I talked about the year in review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a template called Your Year in Review, and I'd love to give the audience access to, to that template. It's a great way to start the process of taking stock of your successes in the past year, uh, what worked, 
what you're excited about, how it felt, and then really thinking about, okay, what do I want to shift going forward? What are things that I want to have look different in 2019? Mm-hmm. And then what are the things that I absolutely want to create? So uh, the audience can go to resultspartner.com. And that's results with an S partner, singular, resultspartner.com forward slash review and get access to that template. It's the first step that I do every year in my planning process. Um, and I really invite you to just set aside an hour, you know, an hour and a half at the most to give yourself the gift of this process and it will set you you up to really see not only celebrate your success but what do you want next year and what do you want the year to look like so hopefully everybody will take advantage of that absolutely so audience please do take advantage of this i know i did it last year and i'm in the process of doing it this year and it really does give you that snapshot of what you've accomplished and really the basis for your celebration for the year end. Um, And it is a tremendous jumping off point for the next year. Like, well, I did all that, but what am I going to do this year? How am I going to take that and leverage it to move forward this year and to be able to bring more of who I am um, to the world and let them see my gifts and my genius um, in whatever aspect I'm working on this year, right? Perfect. Yep, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to step back on something else. Uh, you know, we, we're talking about plans being in place, um, but you know, there's there's sort of that last step to it, which is how do I execute that? Um, mm-hmm. What do you find are some of the really big challenges for entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in executing their plans? I think the biggest thing we've talked about is the shiny object syndrome. Yeah, uh, it's really what gets in the way of us executing the plan is that someone something else comes in that we think is more important. Uh-huh. And I and my tip would be when that happens, because it will, it does for all of us, when that happens, use your plan to decide whether it's a yes or a no. Okay. So if you know what your top three goals are and something else comes in that's a new strategy you're enamored with or another guru that you've heard uh, is recommending, before you just automatically get excited about that shiny object, really Think about it against your goals and your plan and make a conscious decision on whether you're going to add this to your plan and, and by the way, delete something else on your plan. <laughs> yes. That's, that's a, the important part. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the more important part. It's not, oh, yeah, that needs to be in the plan, but it's what am I going to give up? What exactly. am I going to you know, delay till next quarter or next year in order to do this? And I think that's where we get hung up, Yeah. We do, absolutely, absolutely. Because we want it all. Yeah. You know, and we and can do okay. it all. And you know, and you can I had a coach, one of my earlier coaches, you always used to say, you can have anything in life that you want. Sometimes you just can't have it all at once. Oh, that's good. I like that. Um, because it, it it's again one of those of you're not saying no as a hard mm-hmm. no, no but it's no not now. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that's that's key to recognizing it is, mm-hmm. yes, this might be something that would be fantastic for the business. I'm going to put it on this next time shelf. Mm-hmm. And it's always there. I always know where it is, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to work on it right now. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have, yeah, I have the things on my plate right now that I, I need to want to 
part of my vision and all that. And Sherry, you do recommend that we read that vision letter um, monthly? As often as possible. Yes, I, I have. You start with doing a vision letter, which is writing a letter to a friend a year from now, telling that friend that you haven't seen about everything you've accomplished in the previous year yeah. and the amazing things that you've created. And I, I have you read that letter at least monthly and also every time you're in that trough. Oh, so yeah. if you're having a bad day and you're, you just don't know what's next or you're feeling like you want to give up, your vision letter becomes that anchor that you can go back to and remind yourself of your why. Because that's basically what a vision letter is. It's why are you doing this? Because this is what you want in your life. And I think that's so key as, as well as... Um, you know, yes, you want to make it visible, and we talked about you know having all five senses in the vision mm-hmm. letter, um, but you have to move it around. You can't mm-hmm. leave it in one space all year, or it becomes literally part of the wallpaper, yep. and you don't even see it. I, I've put up vision boards before, and that's what happens to them, is it just becomes part of the wallpaper. That's, so yeah, move that's it around, true. Yep. interact with it, do everything that you need to, to really keep it alive and healthy. Um, so, Sherry, we're getting close to the end of the show, and it's been absolutely stunning to have you on the show. Would you um, give our audience, like, two or three great tips to close out the episode? Sure. So, we've been talking about this really since the start. The first is start with vision. Get clear on what you want. That's where it all starts. The second is to create a structure for your plan that works for you. Now, I teach a five-step rapid and, uh, uh, planning, uh, profit planning pyramid, say that three times fast, yes. um, and it's a structure. You have to pick the, the parts that work for you right. and make it your own because if it's your own, you'll actually do it. And then the third thing that I would come back to is what we talked about with the rule of three and really focusing on what are those three big priorities big goals that you absolutely have as much must-dos for the year, what are the three things, the three projects, if you will, that are going to drive those priorities, and what are the next three things that you need to do to move that project or priority forward? And if you focus on that and keep that front and center, then you're never going to have to answer the question, what should I do today? Because all you have to do is look at that one or two pieces of paper, and it's going to give you that answer. Yeah, so my question usually is, how am I going to get it all done today? Yes. (laughs) Sherry, thank you. The fact of the matter is, you're not going to get it all done. (laughs) Right, yeah. So, Sherry, I want to thank you so very much for being on the show today. You've given the audience some really fantastic tips and things that they can do to celebrate and see the joy in the season, as well as to be able to begin looking at what next year looks like. So, thank you so very much. You are quite welcome, Linda. Happy holidays. Thank you. And audience, just remember, if you want more information about the programs that I do, including Awaken the Leader Within and hurting, The Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please do connect with me at Linda at dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. And until next week, remember, be courageous, dare to lead. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time 
on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 